We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's go. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole man what? This is bad. And it is now the twelfth episode of our podcast. Wow, this is running pretty good. We have done a full football season. The ship has steered itself, really. Yeah. But <laughs> we literally did not even turn on the engine; it just started to go. Yeah, we threw the sails up. And yeah, we got a good wind, and we can't see land. Nope, nope, land is very, very far away. Do you know what we do see? What do we see? A bull. A bull. That is right. A bull. Yeah. Oh Lord. We are going bowling, ladies and gentlemen. First time we are, in four years. We are going. The postseason is coming, and Berkeley and, is going to the postseason. And it feels exactly like 2011, honestly. <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah. But this week, in honor of our bowl eligibility... Sponsored by... Santana Champagne, made by Mom's Vineyard in Napa County. For when you want to pop the seal and drink a champagne... Made by a dude who was a good guitarist in the late 60s and 70s, Santana DVX, known as uh, Mums DVX as well. So there it's it not is. that bad. It's pretty fruity. There it is. But. There it is. That's that's the drink we're recommending, um, especially for this upcoming week. Oh, Lord. Yeah, this upcoming it's week. It's big game week. Yeah. So you know what that means. We want the X. That we do. We want the X. I, I don't know what else to say, except we want the X. Uh, and I want to see as many disappointed Stanford fans as, po- as possible, but that won't happen because there aren't that many Stanford fans. I want them to stop playing all right now. I want the tree to go through a wood chipper after Oski gives it the double bird. <laughs> Stone cold stunner. Which, which, by the way... I just kicked the mic. I apologize. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You were getting excited. It's all right. It's all right. We understand. Um, but... I would like to say there was a moment in um, in last night's game mm-hmm. uh, where <laughs> I don't know if you saw this from the booth, but uh, Oski and uh, the Beaver. Um, I don't know. I don't know what his name is. Name. I don't know. I don't think the Beaver I'm does. Like, the Beaver have a name? I'm calling it Bucky. Okay, Bucky the Beaver. <laughs> it's a Bucky Beaver tooth. <laughs> you know what? Uh, but anyways, at one point um, they met right in front of uh, where I was sitting in section R. 
And um, they started uh, they started circling each other as if they were about to start a boxing match, you know, fists up and everything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they, they go at it and they're about to punch each other. But then instead they just play rock, paper, scissors. And <laughs> Oski wins once. And, you know, the beaver is like going mad because he lost. Then they play again. And Oski wins again. And then um, Oski just looks at the crowd and just pumps his fists in the air. And everyone's going nuts. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I mean... My, I tip my hat off to whoever is the mascot for OSU because mm-hmm. that was just you. That was just a show for the fans, right Some between good the two. Physical body acting, <laughs> exactly. Which yeah, is, it's yeah, appreciated. It's, yeah, it's well appreciated. Um, and so I had a good laugh out of that. And I don't know if they planned that in advance, but if they did, that's amazing. Yeah, As, you know, I the choreography. <laughs> the choreography was was astounding. Um, so. Yeah, uh, so thank you for that. Um, if OSU mascot person is listening to this, thank you yeah. for that. That was really fun. Um, but on to, uh, on to the, the big news. Um, let's talk just basically about our the college football landscape. landscape? I don't even – is it a landscape? I feel like it's just been mowed down. It, is, does anything even exist anymore? It's less of a Rembrandt and more of a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> splatter everywhere <laughs> blood on the leaves if if Kanye. you for me if you were to put this year's college and more so the Pac-12 into a movie i would highly recommend Quentin Tarantino with his you know blood splatter effects mm-hmm. and everyone dying um pretty much by their own because they were too aggressive or that one scene in Kingsman oh yeah okay yeah in the in the um in the arctic house yeah yeah or the beginning is Saving Private Ryan. This could go on. This this really could. Of my favorite movie, actually, Hot Fuzz. The last <laughs> half hour of that. Oh. Great movie. Highly recommended. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, the talking points I put down were Arkansas taking down LSU. Bert and his staff seem to have LSU's number every yeah. year. And they're that way when it comes to the... Uh, SEC in general. Yeah, if so. if the Alabama game for LSU was taking Leonard Fournette's name off of the Heisman Trophy, this was putting his name back on the table. Like just you were, they, you know, I'm I'm thinking someone who ever took his name off the trophy was just holding it just to put it back yeah. on this week. Mm-hmm. But instead, instead of putting it back on, he put it down amongst the other names. Yeah, he's not the standout guy anymore. Not nope. with this performance. Um. So hey, who knows? I really don't know who's going to win the Heisman at this point. It's, but we do know one thing. Is, what do we know? Uh, we have a contender at Cal for the Peisman Trophy. The Peisman Trophy, ladies and gentlemen. A, the Peisman. It's an SB Nation sponsored award where uh, they are looking for the best plays of linemen doing non-lineman things. Like there have been 70-yard fumble returns and other things of that ilk. The big 400-pound dude for Baylor who plays tight end catching oh, touchdowns. But for us, it was Malik McMorris. 5'11", 300-pound true freshman. Oof, walk-on. Big truck from San Diego, California. Big boy Malik McMorris. And they fi- they finally ran the little bootleg action, the little just out flat route for him, took it the last few yards, and it was wide open, too. Oh, yeah. The OSU defense basically was like, yeah, they're not passing to him. Yeah, they sold out on the run yeah. going that way. Because yeah. I think we had Watson in yeah, at the time. Yeah, we did. 
he played out of his mind as well. Yeah, we will talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But, oh, man, Malik. Oh, I am so happy for that yes. guy. And we'll talk about this in a little bit in more detail yeah, uh, with we'll that play. Look up the Peisman Trophy if you have the time. <laughs> it's interesting. They actually have a large, like a 20-person panel of voters. Wow. This is actually a pretty across, big award. Uh, various media sites. I know uh, the one that I can pick out is uh, Katie Nolan at Fox Sports 1. She does a very good job there, so watch yeah. her stuff too. Um, and then also for me was um, Baylor losing to Oklahoma yeah. um, at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, of course, if you follow Cal recruiting, of course the one person that helps Oklahoma defeat Baylor is Joe Mixon. Yep, there you go. Um, well, I don't want him anyway. He punched out a chick. So yeah, that that too. That's unacceptable. Yeah, but the things he did in that game, just if you just purely on the football field, oof. Yeah. Oh, he is a pure talent. Yeah. And I really wanted him at Cal, but I mean that ship has already sailed. Yeah. I'm happy so. with Vic. I love Vic. Yes. And I Trey. Love Trey and and Calfani. And Lasco. Even though Lasco's leaving after this year. That's but. true. And I love Powell. Yeah. Although he's redshirting. But, um, yeah, they, they look great. Um, but, yeah, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. And to end this little part of our segment, we're going bowling. Yes, we are. We're going bowling. Uh, that's gonna just, I'm just going to say that just sporadically throughout the entire thing. I'm. We're going to get ourselves down to the Albany Bowl because we're going bowling. <laughs> Not the Berkeley Bowl because that's a grocery store. But we could go bowling at Berkeley Bowl. It's highly frowned upon. <laughs> Down the believe uh, me, I've tried. <laughs> Setting up cans with the uh, Italian canned tomatoes. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the uh, oh, the meat of this week um, is the Cal game where we clinched. Yes. Bowl, bowl eligibility. eligibility. There you go. First time since 2011. Yep. So Cal played uh, Oregon State at home last night. Um, Cal wins 54 to 24. So first victory against Oregon State at Memorial Stadium since 1997. This was this was a uh, very satisfying. Yeah. This was a very satisfying win. Um, and I will say this: two things. I will say two things before we delve into the specifics of the game. One hashtag drop 50. Yes. Two. Finally. Two, if you're listening to this, this is pro- it's probably Monday, um, and you live in the East Bay, make your way to the student store. Yeah. We dropped seven touchdowns. That means, what, 21% off? I think it's 3% for every touchdown. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. So 21% off the entire student store. Might as well uh, gear up for because we're going bowling. Yeah. To, though, to be honest, I went through the student store a few weeks ago, and not the greatest selection. Uh, which which one? The new uh, one? The or new one. The new one. I think all the Nike stuff is still across the street where it is right now. The old yeah. Ned's bookstore. Yeah. Um, so. Well, hopefully they've rectified that. Because yeah. it's a nice looking location. It they is beautiful. a bit more stuff to make it worthwhile. We need a Jalen Brown jersey in there. That's what yeah. we need. We need a number zero Cal Jordan jersey. Either that or a number one still works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got my number one signed by Ivan, so yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. I want a, I want a blue zero one, but that's beside the point. We'll talk about basketball in a little bit, too. That's that's going to be an exciting part to talk about. Yes, we're very <laughs> happy on this Sunday. It's been a good day. And it's been we, a good weekend. Yeah, we just uh, had news this morning that uh, Louisville, the number eight team in the nation in women's basketball, fell to our mighty Lady Bears. Oh. Or do we want to call them the Lady Bears anymore? Let's just call them Barrettes. the gold, Golden Bears. The Golden Bears. Everybody. They were ferocious. Yeah. Yeah. They're killers 
on the road yeah. in Louisville. Yep. In the Yum Center. <laughs> the delicious center. All right. Well, we'll talk more about basketball in a little bit. But back to the football. Um, Jared Goff, 20, 26 completions on 37 attempts through one interception. Eh, it was underthrown. Yeah. And the safety read it all the way through. It. Yeah. Um, but six touchdowns, um, sacked twice. In regulation twice. record for him. That is true. Yeah, in regulation record. Six touchdowns, only sacked twice. Trey Watson, 10 carries for 110 yards. Vic and Wary, 16 carries for 89 yards. Kalfani Muhammad, 8 carries for 62 yards. Um, none of our wide receivers broke 100, but Maurice Harris had 97 on four catches. Harris had a heck of a game. Davis had 90 on three catches. Treggs had 71 on three catches. Uh, Spread the love. Yeah, I mean... 12 different receivers, I believe, was the count. Yep, 12 different receivers, at least one catch. Yes. Yep, that was the count. Um, and my boy, my, I mean, my favorite stat for this is Malik McMorris receiving one reception for 11 yards and a touchdown. Yes, that was a... I, I've said this several times today. Great, great play design. Just fun to let the big guy get out there and run. Yeah. Got big pillow soft hands. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know where we should start. Um, should we go with four positives, four negatives again? Yeah, I think we'll go with, we'll go with the positives first. Yeah, there were a lot of positives. It. We have a lot to talk about. And first thing is Maurice Harris. Yeah. And just, he took advantage of Kenny Lawler being out because he can do everything that Kenny does. Yeah. Maybe not quite as good on the jumping crazy catches, but he can do everything else well and he turns those screens into so much more because he's so agile and can get outside may i say the two touchdowns that he scored on were both basically the same wide receiver screen except yeah. one to the left one to the right i've i've been saying this uh, for the past few weeks the only way those screens work is if we have a downfield passing game that they have to respect which yeah. we did which we did. We took some shots early down the field, and that opened up those screen passes. Yeah. And, man, we ran them to perfection. I think there's only two guys I trust running those screen passes on our offense, and that's Harris, Harris and Trevor Davis. Yep. So, And, sadly, they play the same position, so mm. they get subbed out for each other. But they both did an excellent job. An amazing job. An amazing job. Um, I guess, for me, a positive would be um, our run game. Yes. Oh. We got to the outside so easily on them. Yeah, and may I say, um, our lead blockers, yeah. regardless, I mean, we, if we, even if we ran the bone, sometimes we would have two of our running backs in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't necessarily Malik playing the, playing the fullback spot. It would just be two white, um, running backs, Calfani and Trey, Trey and Vic. Vic. Like, there were a whole bunch of mixes. But whoever wasn't getting the ball did a fantastic job of leading the run and just hitting that last block that necessary yeah, to get gain the four they, or five extra yards. They were hungry for this win. Yeah. So yeah. happy to see it. So they uh they ran hard too. Yeah, uh, just Watson around the outside. Yeah. And Calfani did it a couple times where he'd shed a tackle and get ten more. And Vic down the middle. Yeah. Oof. Vic is mini Marshawn. Yeah, that's what he is. Uh, there's no other way to say it. Yeah. He's he's gonna be fun to watch for years to come. Yeah. And since Marshawn still has friends in the uh, um, administrative side of Cal football, he'll he'll come down and may teach him a few things. I so. mean, I'm already thinking that you know, I I at the Washington game when we played in Washington, I heard mm-hmm. Marshawn was 
was basically on the sidelines the yeah. entire game. So it's... I'm thinking in my head, if Vic was and Vic had an amazing game that day, yeah, maybe that was his turning point. Maybe maybe uh, Marshawn said a few words to him and it just got him pumped because he's hey. turning those legs like, oh my yeah, goodness. I I just want to see him get to the point where he can make those cuts that Marshawn makes. Yeah. Where Marshawn do- doesn't plant, yeah, yeah. so he does the he, quick he... shifty change of direction deal. And if Vic can get to that point. Oh my! If that's what he works on this summer, because yeah. I mean, his the rest of his game. If he can get He's, more explosive in the hole, and then he can work on the back cuts, and may a little better in the passing game. Yeah, yeah. He's dropped I mean, a few, but he had a good catch for like ten or twelve yards, I think. Yeah. Um, second or another positive for you, Trace? Uh, just screen game in general. Yeah. I was impressed that. Our guys were running them fluidly. The offensive line was getting upfield. A special commendation to Jordan Rigsby for the monster block he had on Trey Watson's touchdown. I don't know if you have you not seen it. Um, you will see it. I watched it a good ten times this morning. I I I wasn't even. I was more excited about the block than I was about the touchdown when it happened. I, yeah. I was jumping up. And I was, I was all my friends around me. I was like, "Did you see that block? Did you see?" That is the most. As someone who's made that block and been blocked like that a few times, <laughs> I've been hit like that a few times. But making that block is the most viscerally satisfying thing you can do in a game of football. It, the guy just was into the air. He went he down got... like a sack of hammers. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that hit. Oh, yeah I, yeah, I still can't get over that hit. Oh, simply amazing. Yeah, Rigsby's, he can hit. He's a little bit of a... I hate to say dirtier player, but... He has a little bit of a mean streak in yeah, him. That's what he's got. Nice guy. Super yeah. just not on the laid field. back guy, but not on the field. He goes nuts. Yeah. And that was when how, harnessing his powers for good and not evil. Yeah. Um, and then I think for me, final point is we got a big enough lead that we got to see the walk-ons and the youngsters play. Yes. And that was in the fourth quarter about, eh, I'd say about six minutes left. Yeah. Is when we saw all the guys start to come in. My favorite moment without a doubt, was seeing Cole Webb do a quarterback draw run. Yeah. That was – all of us were like, hey, who's who's quarterback number number 18? Why are we bringing in Webb? Yeah, who's that? Who's that? And I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Webb. <laughs> <laughs> For a split second, they were like, hey, is that Bowers? Said, no, no, Bowers is seven. Bowers, then I believe, is redshirting. Red yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. If he hasn't played at all so far, yeah, he's not yeah, playing. He's but, not coming up. Hey, Cole Webb? Woo, I mean, I'm looking uh, – they have his rush stats. What is it? Uh, three three carries for 18 yards? Yeah. Not bad. No. <laughs> I mean, you do what you can to get what you can. Yeah. So. And Chase Forrest, um, I mean, if Goff were to leave after this year, he is the heir apparent. Yeah. I don't um, think Goff is going to leave, honestly. But. Yeah. Um, but if he were to. But if he were, if he I'd were, be okay with I'd Forrest. I'd be okay with Forrest. I mean, he actually... He was pretty quick on his feet. He yeah. scrambled out of a few uh, pressures, and I was pretty impressed. He's learned um, from Goff pretty well as far as the feet go. Yeah. That, I just wanted to see him throw at least once or twice. Yeah. But they were managing the clock, and they just They're wanted to run. They were up by 30. Yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah. Covered the spread, too. So. <laughs> yeah, we did. I we did. would have taken the under last week, and I would have lost. So, <laughs> Gambling is bad. Yes, I know. That's why I didn't gamble. <laughs> oh, um, that's it for me. Um, uh, let's see. Then I think we got the negatives here. Yeah. Do we, you want to start with the negative? Uh, just a couple of things. We're not getting any pressure on the quarterback still. Yeah. We didn't have any sacks. We didn't 
force any turnovers. It's um, weird because you know. I'm I'm you know, I was watching for that carefully and we would break the pocket. That wasn't the issue. Yeah. Like we would collapse it enough. He threw it, Mitchell threw it away a couple times. Yeah. So. But we would collapse it fast enough. It's just after the collapse, we just couldn't get to the quarterback yeah. in time. So I don't know what you have to do to work on that. Um but that's what that's what it was. Yeah. That's at least and what I saw. Let's see. The other one was we allowed six yards of rush, which isn't that yeah, good. That's not good. But for the most part, defense held steady when they needed to. Uh, the Oregon State quarterbacks kind of suck, but yeah, I mean it's their backup, right? It's not yeah. Even their... Mitchell's their backup, and then we knocked him out of the game. And McMarion's the third string guy. Yeah, and they're both guys who haven't had that much game experience. Nope. So, I mean, it's not right to expect them to come in and turn Super Saiyan, have their hair go blonde, and just fire Kamehameha. <laughs> Uh, I mean, defensively, there's some big issues because um, we lost we lost Drew early on yeah, in the game. Yeah, he has a sprained knee. Or yeah, a strain it looks knee. like a sprained knee. Um, That's harsh. Yeah, he was on. I don't think he was on crutches. Was he on crutches? But he was in sweats after the first quarter, so he was done Just for the day. Just gotta get that swollen down. Yeah, Devontae Downs did not suit up at all. Oh, um, dang! I like him. Yeah, he was on the sidelines, just not suited up. Um, so there's that. Um, and Lasco turned an ankle, I think. Yeah, it looked like a, a turned ankle. And Kenny still has a butt bruise. Yeah. So. But he still played. Yeah, he caught a crazy touchdown oh, pass. That was amazing, too. Yeah. Full extension. And um, then put it in one hand as he fell to the ground and held on. Yep, yep. It's um, insane. So the only thing I'm worried about now is our DB depth. Yes. Um, I think for it's that's a, a negative. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of Dozier. There was a lot of Rubenzer. Uh, Pyatt looked like he hobbled off towards the end a little bit, yeah. too. And we had Kyrie Vanderbilt in there. Yeah, we did. Um, and I haven't seen too much Antoine Albert this year, even yeah. though he's a guy who can play. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're tra- maybe they're turning him into a, a cornerback with yeah. Darius White leaving after this year. Yeah, I thought... I- I think he can be the, that kind of guy. The one lockdown guy on one side? play on the outside. Yeah. I like his game a lot. Yeah. One guy that we saw a lot, I don't know if this was due to injury or if this was just um, part of their rotation, but Trey Turner Yeah. played a lot of snaps. Um, I think it's been the He's, case since that Utah game where he got the pick on the inside because he, yeah. sl- uh, he played the, the nickel. nickel. Yeah. Cam Walker got burned on, I think, a wheel route. Yeah, so he did. I think they decided, okay, we're going to play you until you mess up. And he played a great game. Yeah. He, I didn't hear his name called all night, which yeah. is either. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, Allensworth had a great game. Yeah. But... Allensworth is a lot better than I thought he'd be. So. Yeah, so the only negative for me coming out of this game is the injuries, and can we get over that quickly enough uh, leading into yeah. the last two weeks of the regular and season? Just be able to tackle Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's and, going to be huge. Hogan. Yeah, so I'm praying for a speedy recovery for Devontae Downs and for Doge. Yeah. Uh, for, who was it? Um, Drew. Drew. Drew, of course, Drew. But other than that, I mean... I really can't think of any more negatives. No, um, there really aren't too many of them. I mean, this was a negative a few weeks ago, but not anymore. It's our special teams. Yeah. Tomerdahl has turned that unit around 
real quickly. Anderson hit both his field goals. Yep. I mean, we got one a PAT blocked. But yeah, but I didn't get to. I, I wanted to ask you about that. Was it a was it a bad snap? I figured it was a low kick or something. Yeah, because nothing out of the ordinary happened. Yeah, he just caught it wrong. So, but other and than that, yeah, that okay. that unit's been great. Yeah, um, Leiniger hit some great. There was one punt that was bad that he just basically went straight up in the air with, but yeah, yeah. I would rather have a little more distance than hang time. Than height. Yeah, and then also Matt Anderson hit a hit a kickoff out of out of bounds. Yeah. So, but, but I think he just caught it wrong. You know what? We're getting better in that respect, and yeah. Anderson's gonna stay there for a while. I mean, his so, kicking has gotten better throughout yeah. the season. So he was never bad. It's just inconsistent. Yeah, and he's yeah. got it now. Inconsistent, you can fix. Bad, he can't. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, he's got a real good uh, feel for the kicking game. So I'm yeah. happy about that. Um, so let's end uh, this part with uh, your player of the game or players of the game. Trey Watson, by As a long shot, easy. Yeah, I, I'd say golf, but you know he's going to be good. Yeah, he brought it to a defense. And we had a good compliment for him in Trey Watson, who just, he got to the outside every time. He he killed them on the edge. And then when it came time to make a play on the screen, he made a play and ran through a few guys at the end, which is nice. Uh, for me, I'm not going to choose a player. I'm going to choose a coach. Sonny Dykes. Um had some issues recently he's had some play calling issues recently and we've highlighted this over the last few weeks um but for me i think he called a great game there weren't any calls today that i've or during yesterday that i felt that he wasn't making the right play call yeah um everything was on point yeah exactly and we talked about this after the sc game too about we kept going with the bootleg screens you know back throws and yeah the the wide receiver screens to Harris when we didn't have a long game and and so on and so forth. Um, but the game flow was set up perfectly. We yep. took some shots deep real early yeah, that, that kept the defense honest. That one honest. to Trevor Davis exactly. basically set everything up. And the one that Bryce Treggs as well later on yeah. in the game that. And then there's one to Harris as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean the play calling was spectacular. Goff executed to perfection, but Sonny Dykes definitely deserves um, credit. You know, for for changing his his play calling, um, I'm not necessarily. I mean, it's Tony Franklin up there too. Yeah, but at least in terms of the offense, Franklin's um, in the booth now. Yeah, he wasn't at the beginning of the season. Yeah, he was. Um, so yeah, so hats off to you, Sonny Dykes. Uh, thank you, and you know, I'm I'm happy for the team. You you guys are going bowling. Yeah, don't let Tony have his peyote. <laughs> uh, and yeah. yeah and one more note is my favorite part of the entire game is um, them, you know, giving the Gatorade shower to yeah. to Dykes, and I think they did it to Kaufman. They Kaufman, did it to two coaches on the sideline. Kaufman's side also in the booth. Then so. I don't know who the second one was. Maybe maybe Peeler. Maybe Peeler. Yeah. I know they really like Peeler since yeah, he's yeah. been the head recruiter in the wake of uh, Ingram. Yeah. And the Motel Six incident. Yeah. So yeah, they they uh, doused two coaches last night. So, but I think um, overall they had a, they did a good job. Yeah. People were like, "Why are they dousing?" I was like, "Well, if you haven't been to a bowl game in all of your college career, yeah, and then you and clinch it, like you get there, yeah, it's it's you're exhilarating. pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, as a fan who if you've been watching the team for years and you know you've been to bowls, it's not that big a deal. But for as a player, 
you know, three I years. I mean, even as someone who I've been watching as long as I can remember, it's been a bit of a drought, and yeah. it's nice to just know that, hey, we're winners. Yeah. Hey, we're going somewhere yes. after December 5th. Yeah. So um, that was nice. Besides going home and taking a nap. <laughs> Sad naps. Yeah. Sad naps. Um, all right, let's uh, let's do a quick whip around of the other Pac-12 football games. Um, I'll just uh, I'll just ask you every single one, Trace. You tell okay. me, give me one or two sentences about how you feel about each game. All right. Friday night, USC uh, goes into Colorado. They barely scrape out yeah. a win, twenty-seven to twenty-four. I said this was Colorado's chance to make an upset last week. They almost proved me right. Lufau went out with an injury in the oh, first God. half, so I'm glad that they managed to bring it back. A yeah. Bit. I mean, if you watch this game, they lost on the exact same way we lost. Yeah, they that just that, couldn't stop them. Yeah, that bounce out play with, uh, with the run. Yeah, that's basically how we how we lost it, and yep. that's how they lost it. That's exactly it. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, next game, uh, Oregon at Stanford at the farm. Oregon wins thirty eight to thirty six. Puddles the duck flipped off the tree for us. Thank you. And it's a good good to hear when Oregon's got Adams back, they can just run through everyone so and they did a great job of it against stanford they were i mean there was a point where adams was nine for nine yeah i mean this was stanford's game to lose at one point i mean they had they scored a touchdown late they almost all they needed was a two-point conversion to send it into overtime but they didn't so got batted down there it is good work oregon yep. doing the lord's work <laughs> And then uh, the next one, Utah rolls into Tucson to play Arizona. They lose 30-37 to in double overtime. They did not bear down. (laughs) Arizona did. It's just insane that this is an Arizona team that lost 49-3 to to Washington, but then beats Utah. Uh, I guess... Doesn't this sum up the Pac-12 this year? Yeah. That's basically what it is. The Conference of Cannibals. Bill Walton would be very happy to talk about the history of cannibalism, too, I'm betting. Probably. Yeah. I, would, I would assume so. And then your favorite, uh, Wazoo rolls Volcano! into the— Volcano! <laughs> waltzes into the Rose Bowl to beat UCLA 31-27. to I called it. <laughs> you called this one. You really yeah. did. Uh, I have an unabashed love for Luke Falk and just an offense that shows no shame in throwing the ball. 50 or 60 times a game. The Pirate. Yeah, Yar Har Fiddle DD. Man, was that a... I mean, wow. wow. First winning season for Washington State since, I think, either 2002 or three. I think three. Yeah. Because they went 10-3 and three that year. Yeah. I mean, the expectation, I the expectation for this Wazoo team is now even going to be higher next year. Yeah. If you end the season this well. Yeah. Uh, lastly... Um, UW goes into Tempe, loses seventeen to twenty-seven. Okay, yeah, they they dominated the first half, but then they realized, oh hey, we can't throw. So <laughs> uh, it was bad. Um, they had Gaskin who had a great game. Yeah, hundred eight yards and a touchdown on eighteen carries. Yeah, but ASU just beat him. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah, Kalen Balaj had a forty-eight yard run in the fourth. Yeah. And he broke three tackles on that run. And that was yeah. pretty impressive. He's um, pretty good. Yeah, he is. He is. He is fairly yeah. good. And then um, that should do it for last week's Pac-12. But yep. now we are moving on to this week's. Yep. One more whip around for you, Trace. Woohoo! Here we go. Uh, Saturday, Arizona at ASU, twelve thirty p.m. Uh, Rivalry week. Yeah, yeah. It's the battle for the territorial cup, I believe. 
Is that what they call it between the two of them? Yes, I okay. believe so. All right. And I couldn't pick this one even if I tried. <laughs> ASU by a touchdown. All right. Next one, USC at Oregon, 12.30 p.m. Go Ducks. There you go. Exactly. Easy. Easy. Uh, UCLA at Utah, 12.30 p.m. Ah, God, I don't know what's going to happen. This is one of those games that US, UCLA is probably going to fall flat on their face and Utah's <laughs> going to win by 30. But then again, I'm not good at picking things. So You were pretty good last week. Yeah. You were but, pretty good last week. Yeah, but I knew more last week. I don't know anything this week. <laughs> So it's a, it's a toss-up. It's a coin toss for this one. Yeah, I'd pick Utah, though. All right. UW at OSU, 3 p.m. Pectoral Networks. UW's going to kill him. Yeah. I don't care if Browning can't throw. They'll run right over him. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Colorado at Wazoo, 7.45 p.m. ESPN2. Ooh, that's intriguing, but I'm going to assume that I think Sefo is out for the rest of the season. Yeah. So there's no reason to risk him. Yeah, Wazoo's gonna roll right over him. I'm sorry, Colorado. Volcano, I think might throw for four fifty. I'd say five hundred. You say five hundred? He's putting right. a five spot up. All right. All right. And then let us move on to our matchup. Yes. This coming week. Those dirty furties. Oh, here we go. Cal takes on Stanford in the big game. Uh, 7.30 p.m. on ESPN Which at the is farm. stupid. Yeah. 7.30, not a good time to start a football game, no. especially one in Palo Alto. Ugh. I'm going to get home. It's going to be midnight. Yeah. Past midnight, probably. Yeah. Getting through that traffic. Yeah. That's going to uh, be insane. And the week before Thanksgiving, too. Yes. But at least Thanksgiving is coming. And I don't know about you, but I love Thanksgiving. I love the day after Thanksgiving. Not because of the shopping, but eating the leftovers from Thanksgiving dinner yeah. Thursday night. We we deep fry a turkey at the Travers household. Oh, okay, okay. And it turns into a day of, hey, what can we throw in this thing? <laughs> like we made an Outback Steakhouse Bloomin' Onion one year. Wow. Did that actually turn out pretty well? Yeah. we. My brother found a recipe for it. Found a recipe for the sauce. It was right on. You, you can't do it without the sauce. No. You need the no, sauce and you make hush puppies and deep fried zucchini and everything oh, Lord. i i'll take a couple of my dad's cholesterol pills and <laughs> all will be forgiven we're actually running a 5k earlier that morning so well you burned it yeah. to eat exactly there you go i always end up passed out on the couch halfway through the cowboys game every year anyway so. this is this is how much we don't want to talk about stanford <laughs> We're talking about deep frying a turkey instead. So if Kevin Hogan <laughs> were, were a Thanksgiving run. side, what would he be? Oh, uh, green bean casserole? I was going to go candy DMs, but that makes sense. <laughs> what about Christian McCaffrey? Oh, let's see. Um, the sprinkles that go on your dessert? Vegetarian gravy. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Vegan? Vegan. Vegan I have not. I have nothing against vegetarians or vegans. I. You take back that comment. Yeah. <laughs> but if he were a thing, it's vegetarian gravy. Is that even a thing? Is that possible? Probably. Everything. Oh, everything's possible. possible. Yeah. They make fake macaroni and cheese now. How do you in make... a box? I don't understand. You do it with like a, you blend up potatoes and carrots. I've done this before. Potatoes and carrots and a. Nutritional yeast, which gives it the cheese taste. And you it, you can make it creamy. It's actually pretty interesting. That's interesting. I do want to try that then. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, but the third matchup. Yes. Um, first off, are you headed down to Palo Alto? 
Probably. Probably. Yes. So am I. Yeah. So, oh, Lord, uh, I don't know what to say about this. Let's start with, um, I don't know if we can put four positives and four negatives into this. We'll joke about this game in a little uh, bit. But for now, uh, let me just pose you some questions about the game then. One, how do we stop Christian McCaffrey? Uh, is Tanya Harding available for this game? <laughs> we kneecap him. He screams why several times. And we still lose by 20. But in order to stop McCaffrey, you... Obviously, just have to be very good at open field tackling, very good at shedding blocks and play recognition, which we haven't done so well at in the past few games. So just rush everybody. Hope he gets hurt. But actually don't because that's poor sportsmanship. This but, this matchup, especially with McCaffrey and watching Sanford the last couple of weeks, is pretty intriguing just because yeah. let's say they do go with their heavy package, which leaves yeah. one wide out and then, they you know, with the tight ends. Yeah. I thought we did pretty good against San Diego State's heavy packages, yeah. but that's a far cry from this. Yeah, that's different. But I think our, our DBs are good enough mm-hmm. to handle their wide receivers. They don't have a Ty Montgomery. They've like Rector and Kajust. Yeah. So they don't have they don't have guys that are at Ty Montgomery's level. No, not the super speed stretch the field. Yeah, guys. exactly. So Rector's I'm, pretty good. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got size over us, but I think yeah. our guys can keep up with them. And if they can somehow at least stick with them, that leaves our front eight basically to handle McCaffrey and Hogan. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. With Hogan, it's not a it's not a contain issue because he's not a runner. He it's, can run. He can run. But I think our guys are fast enough to catch up to him. Yeah. He's not that fast. Oh, Hollywood Kevin Hogan. Hollywood Kevin Hogan. Um, so, yeah, I think if that if our DBs can hold their wide receivers, that takes away their outside game, yeah. then we know where it's coming from. It's, so. it's going to be a lot of McCaffrey and just a matter of shading towards him, just blowing up their blocks, which is going to be very difficult. Yeah. Maybe we have to go under their blocks or something like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you can do to make it just better. Um, it's it's not a good matchup for us. It's not. Um, all right. Another thing I will pose to you. How does our offense get clicking like we did yesterday? Um, I'm going to go with the Rex Grossman method for football. Throw it deep. Just Constantly. See what happens. We can get open. I think Trevor Davis and Maurice Harris can stretch the field for us. Yeah. And just... Open it up for the intermediate routes that we can get with Powell and Anderson. What was what was that UCLA uh, wide receiver's name who caught that ball on the back? Or was that no? Was that a Stanford guy? Who, that was a Stanford guy who caught it over uh, Jaleel Wadud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I'll, I can't remember his name no. either. But I'm expecting at least one of our wide receivers to be looking their chops at that and saying, "I'm a one up that." Was it another Owusu? Or? Oh, it might be another Owusu. Yeah, you might be correct. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Francis Owusu yeah, or yeah. something. So, yeah, um, I'm expecting one of our wide receivers to say, hey, I can one up yeah. that. So. Lawler goes full Odell Beckham. <laughs> could be. He really could. Yeah. He really could. Um, just aggravates the butt, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> eh, you make one crazy catch in the big game, you get your moment. There you go. Forever, forever engraved yep. in the histories. Just like Steve Levy. All right. Um, I don't know what else to talk about this game. How? Um, let's see. I mean, 
One issue for us is going to be the our offensive line against Stanford's defense and defensive line in general. They're, they aren't the best at creating pressure, but yeah. they're big and strong, and they will blow up our run game if we don't block them well enough. I mean, we made some great, great run lanes for our uh, running backs um, last night. Yeah. But the question is, was that because, I mean, we were bouncing a lot of the runs to the outside. Yeah. Um, and that's probably might be one of the reasons why a lot of the middle running lanes opened up for Vic. Yeah. Because California and, and trade, they had to respect and honor the outside run. Um, but I'm looking at it going against this Stanford defense. Like, could our run game, could our run game just kind of overshadow our bad O-line? Yeah. With just our pure athleticism and speed? What I think we're going to need to do that Oregon did very well against them was uh, attack the edge and just get outside. And I think we have enough speed with Watson and Muhammad to get outside and to make them respect that, hey, we can get outside your contain. You're going to have to try and stop us. I'm I'm more than happy with with, uh, starting the play call with some deep throws. I'm more than happy making some gutsy throws. Whether they get picked off or not, just throw some deep. Yeah. Just stretch the do, field a bit. Do what you can. Yeah. Make it fun. Yeah. Um, I really do hope for a win. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers really crossed. Very Knock, crossed. Knocking on wood. I'm doing every superstitious thing possible for us to win this game. Um, Turning my Bud Light label outward. <laughs> very superstitious. I will, I will um, stay in the basement. Yes. If it, that's what's needed. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I really hope, I really, I can't even talk right now. I really do hope we win this game. This is, this too long. It's been way too long. It's, it's been like since 2009 and the Mike Muhammad interception, essentially the glory days that, that wasn't the greatest year to be honest. That wasn't, it wasn't, but I just love those. I love the personnel on those teams. Yeah. I love the individual players on those teams. Yeah. They're Quite a few guys. Just that linebacking core was excellent. Oh, so. yeah. Starting from like 07 to like 11, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the great. 11 had uh, Michael Kendricks as Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. That's so. right. That is right. The guy who wore red shoes to last year's... I can't remember which game it was. The UCLA game? It might be the UCLA game. Well, he's confused with Drake all the time, so that <laughs> might have actually been Drake. <laughs> hey, but he took those shoes off and he threw them onto the field, so... Exactly. It's a good man. Good man. He used to call him on his cell phone. Um, so let's end with this. Uh, let's end this uh, third predict or preview with what is your prediction? Uh, I predict that I will get mad at the tree and their band and that stupid foghorn thing that they use whenever it's whenever they score a touchdown or it's third down. Would you rather watch? Would you rather just be able to see Stanford's band or would you rather just listen to USC's band? Do I get a bat? <laughs> I'll take either as long as I get to knock out a few people before security comes and gets me. Not even the people. I'll take out the instruments. No, you are not allowed to play a tuba anymore. No, you are not allowed to desecrate a nice French horn this way. Oh. I'm going to save it from you. <laughs> okay, Put okay. it out of its misery. And All right. I refuse to predict the score of this game. You, re- you refuse to? Because in my heart, I would pick Cal, but in my brain, I would know I'm very wrong. So, 
I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to go on a very, very skinny limb. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say we score 42 on Stanford. Will that be enough, though? That is the question. But I, I'm, my, I'm predicting here that we score more than 42. Or like at 42 or more than 42. Yeah. It's one or the other. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think if we get one deep if ball, we if we get one or two deep balls to connect in the first quarter, I think it's going to be that game on yeah. type of scenario. So it's on. It's it's just game on. Yeah. It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Exactly. All right. We're throwing barrels at them. <laughs> um, Fire. We will move on. And holding to, their women. We'll move on to basketball. Um, a much happier sport. To a be much honest. happier sport. Let's talk. Let's let's start with the women's. Um, yeah. Because. They uh, started the season beating uh, Austin P. Is that yes. how you say it? Austin P. Austin P. Um, and uh, they, I know they won with ease. They won with real ease. Um, they won with peas. <laughs> they won with peas. I'm looking at the box score here, and um, they had trouble putting them away. But... They did. Corny range though. Corny yeah. range. Ten of seventeen. Two of four from three. Ended with twenty three points. Five rebounds. And one assist, four turnovers, but but also four steals. And she followed that up with a pretty good performance today, too, with, I believe, 19 points and 13 rebounds. Yep, yep. She's good. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, the shooting from Gabby Green and Christina Nigwe wasn't as good as usual. Uh, Nigwe had four, um, you know, was four of 15. Gabby Green, four of 14. She, actually, she was also two of nine from three. Um, That's me at the gym. Yeah, but she had eight rebounds and ten points. Christina Nigue had eleven points and eight rebounds, and uh, and three or uh, and uh, what's it? Gabby Green actually had three blocks. Um, so, you know, overall they look pretty good. And then they mm-hmm. they, as we talked about earlier, they beat Louisville in Louisville in the Yum Arena, <laughs> literally in the Yum Arena. Um, so take that, Patino. Take that. Please take that. Actually, we stole one of their coaches, so we did yeah. technically steal from them. Um, as long as we didn't steal their recruiting methods, I think we're good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe that's why he left. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> he wanted new recruiting methods. Um, well, and to quote Jalen Brown for them, the biggest room is the room for improvement. Oh, best oh. line I have heard in a long time. That one, and also Ivan's quote. The only, the only ranking that matters is that we're the number one public institute in the world. Yeah. It's the only ranking They're that matters. They're saying all the right things. <laughs> they really are. That's why they, they really came are. here. They're smart. This was a – Cal's win over Louisville was the first win over a top 10 opponent since January of 2013. Huh. Who did we beat then? Stanford or um, – I don't know. But I'm looking at it going, really? I mean, this team has been pretty good. Um, yeah. And so, and Coach Gottlieb has done an excellent job there. Yeah. Eh, wow. Um, I mean, this is going to be a great basketball season for men's and women's. Um, and I'm, I can't wait to check out a women's basketball game this year. Yeah. The schedule wise just hasn't worked out for me, but I really do hope I get to go see them at least once because they're they're pretty good and. The the most the favorite thing I like about this year is that the men's and bas- men's and women's basketball teams they're so tight. Yeah, they're they're all great friends. They're you know the way they were like acting together at the hoops hysteria thing and all that is they make it seem like they hang out a lot. So 
I mean, they play the same sport. Yeah. I would assume that they would be pretty good it friends. to have something like that in common. Well, it also helps that Ivan, one of Ivan's friends from from Bishop O'Dowd was on the women's team mm-hmm. at Bishop O'Dowd, and she came to Cal as well. So, good. Um, good. So there's that. And we got another Jalen Brown in recruiting for the women's side. Too, we do. So. We do. <laughs> that's going to be a... It's going to be weird. Yeah, but if all goes according to plan, Jalen will probably be gone. Yeah, Jalen will be gone. Um, let's talk about the men's game. Um, California beats Rice. Or we played an exhibition game on Monday. Against Carroll. Against Carroll, but that didn't really count. No. Uh, but the one that started was Friday, Rice, uh, Ben Braun's old school. And if you guys remember Ben Braun, he was the coach before Montgomery at Cal. Ben mm-hmm. was here. From 96 to 08. Yeah. What was that? 12 years? Yeah. I mean, he had some great recruits for us, too. And yeah. there was a great moment during the game where um, Mike Spent or former Mike Spencer, who is now the PA guy, mm-hmm. um, called out, you know, uh, former ben, coach Ben Braun is in yeah. the house. And he gave a little wave to the fans. And everyone, all the fans gave him a little clap, a little ovation. Yeah. That was a good moment. Good that was guy. A very, yeah. It just didn't work out, but yeah. I mean, he recruited well for us. If it yeah, wasn't so. for him, we wouldn't have had the guys, the likes of Leon Poe and um, Ryan Anderson, and Devon Harden, Ayende Ubaka. There you go, there you go, or Harper Camp. Yes. So and Randall Christopher. Yeah, PC. Yeah. Thea Robertson. Yep, yep, yep. Um, let's see. One of my favorite guys, Joe Ship. Joe Ship. Yep. Amit Tamir. Yep. Did he recruit uh, Flip Murray? Uh, Flip Murray. We didn't have Flip Murray. No, we didn't have Flip Murray. We had Lamont Murray. Lamont Murray. That was that was before. That was uh, Lou Campanelli, with oh. Jason Kidd. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that was a that was a pretty good moment. But I mean, let's delve deeper into into this game. Cal wins ninety seven to sixty five. Absolute beatdown. I mean, first half Cal's field goal percentage was exactly fifty percent. Their three goal three three point percentage wow i can't talk their three-point percentage was a 37.5 their free throw percentage at the first half was 88.9 eight yeah, of nine from we the line. only missed one and that was uh matthews i believe yeah um so i'm <laughs> wow um jalen five of 15 14 points one rebound two assists he was in foul trouble early yeah and but it, he should there are a couple that could have gone a couple of those shots could have gone another way yeah. and he was just there are flashes of what he can do, but the foul trouble kind of stopped him. Yeah, it's okay though. Yeah, I will say some of the foul calls on him though. Yeah, are you got to be there, kidding? There me. were a little, the refs are. I made this analogy on Friday night that the refs are like the first child born in a family, then the second child comes around, and the first child is jealous, so they're gonna act up, so they try and smother the baby. <laughs> so. Um, I don't even, um, and then, um, I don't know. Should we talk about Ivan first or should we talk about Tyrone first? I think Ivan for the moment being, because Tyrone deserves a little more. Yeah. Extemporaneous. Ivan, uh, Ivan played, Ivan was in foul trouble too. Okay. You guys have to understand this. He picked up his first foul very early and then the second came way too early. Yeah. So. I'll tell you. I'll I'll tell all the listeners this first. He was he finished six of eight with thirteen rebounds, fourteen points, and two blocks, and one assist. And that one assist was a great. Oh, great! He got he play. he was in the post. He got he got a double team. He looked over his shoulder, saw Jabari Bird streaking baseline, 
and just tossed it at him one hand uh, behind his behind his head. Yeah, Jabari, easy two handed dunk. The bigger, the crazier thing for me is, he, so Jabbar, uh, Ivan only played a total of 16 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> At the, in the first half, I, I remember I remember this distinctly. In the first half, uh, at the 12-minute mark, uh, there was a media timeout. Yes. I look up at the screen and look up at the box score. Ivan had 8-8 eight and eight in only eight, eight minutes. minutes. And he only played six of those minutes. He was out for two of those minutes. He was resting They were because they were rotating. That's incredible. Yeah. He, <laughs> dude, he, I think he had five of our six offensive rebounds in the first half. He did. He had a total of seven offensive yeah, rebounds. Yeah, he, he made their the Rice front line just look like a dumpster fire. He had more offensive rebounds than defensive rebounds. Yes. I don't know. That, that in itself is just a... Ty steals a lot of the defensive rebounds. <laughs> he does. He does. There were moments where uh, Ty was basically jumping over Ivan to grab some rebounds, and then Ty kind of looked at Ivan and was like, my bad. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I I don't mind Ty doing that because he can immediately start the break. That too, but I also think Ty just isn't used to having a guy that cleans up the boards for him. He's used to doing it all on his own. (laughs) He's used to doing everything by himself. Yeah, but Um, he doesn't have to now. Not anymore. That shows in his... uh, in his play, so we can go over his stats. He went nine for twelve from the field. Yeah, on there were some tough layups in there, but for the most part, he just drove right by people. Oh, and I mean, I mean, let's finish talking about his stat line. He had twenty points total, six rebounds, nine assists, yeah. only one turnover, and he had a steal on top of that. Yeah, almost the double double there. I had I, when I went to this game, I went with two of um, two of my. Two of my closest friends. They're both uh, from Duke. They both graduated from Duke. Those guys looked at Ty and they said, "That's the best player you guys got," which which it is. And they were and they were jaw dropping at just his his stat line at the end of the game. Yeah. And they were like, "You got a point guard that can do that? <laughs> Who can grab you six rebounds and nine assists? He's playing like mini Draymond. Basically, actually, yeah, yeah, he is. He is. I guess." Uh... I like to think of him as kind of a better scoring Kent Bazemore. Yeah, yeah, he is that. Um, I think the thing that that struck out for me about Ty, especially today or a Friday night, was one he's gotten more athletic. He's mm-hmm. gotten faster and quicker, and he can get up quicker. Second, when he goes up for layups, it used to be one of those like I used to like you know eh. yeah like flinch like please let that go in, please let that uh, go in, but it was more con- controlled now. And he his, also makes free throws, which is nice. That's amazing. Um, so, I don't... I, the guy was amazing. Yeah, Simply I, amazing. We can't say enough about him. Yeah. And it kind of helps when, in that starting lineup, Jordan Matthews and Jabari Bird are your fourth and fifth guys. And they can shoot from wherever you need. I think... For, I mean, Jordan was, what, four of ten, two of five from three, three of four from Great the Great pump fakes, though. Uh, he's amazing, but... Once he catches and he's already in that shooting motion, more often than not, all of us who are watching kind of expect it to go yeah, in. It, Everyone puts the three fingers up in the air. I do it from the media table, which you're not <laughs> supposed to do. You're not supposed to do. But you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't think I'm a journalist anyway. So No, no. Um, we Yeah, we're amateurs Yeah, at best. Are we even amateurs? Well, we're not paid, so we're amateurs by definition. Oh, okay. That, that is true. Yeah, yes. we are. Um, and then, I mean, rotation-wise, we went, we went everywhere. Oh, we went 10 deep. 
Because we brought in Singer and Domingo. Those two guys will get a lot of run. Rooks, mm-hmm. who looked pretty good. I liked how he dropped back real well on pick and roll defense. Kingsley King- on defense. Oof. Kingsley's been good at defense. He yeah. just needs to not lean over and overreach yeah. on guys. He had a great and, block early in the yeah. game. Oof. And uh, Mute, who yeah. earned a few minutes, hit a nice three from the corner. Yeah, everyone went nuts for that. Yeah, I, I've i seen him make threes before, so I wasn't too surprised. But Not just, in game. Just nice to see him shoot it. Yeah. And then also, you know, uh, senior Brendan Glapion got some burn as well. He made four the free throws from the line. Human victory cigar. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, at some, at one point, people were uh, people wanted Chaka, and they also wanted Kerr in the game. Yeah, but I mean the way the Chaka's way it, redshirting, it looks it like seems. it. I mean, he didn't play at all no. in the Rice game, so that that's pretty much what it looks like. Um, but other than that, I mean, the rotation. I don't know how what to what to make of it. I don't know how you felt about it, Trace. But in terms of the rotation. There were a lot of points where we were just subbing people in and out, in and out, in and yeah, out every that, like that's two what minutes or so. Conzo did quite a bit of last year. Yeah. And may it'll slow down a little more as the year goes on and we won't get in foul trouble as yeah. many times. But did you see was it uh I mean I wanted to bring this up with you uh when I was watching the game was there was one point in the game where our lineup consisted of Ty, Jordan, Jabari, um Mute and Jalen. Mute and Jalen. Oh no, I think it was Domingo in for Jabari, yeah. but that was our lineup. Yeah. How do you? What did? What did you feel it about didn't that work. lineup? Yeah. It let Rice have a bit of a run. It got killed on the glass too. Yeah. But in the future, I think it can work if you're just playing f- with a frenetic tempo and just quick, 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 go, go, go. Yeah. But it didn't work in this game, and it's a wrinkle that I'd like to see more of, but I'd also like to see it work. Yeah. I mean, at one point, you know, it, they were playing man with that lineup, but there was one point where it, it kind of felt like a zone just because that's where their men were stationed. Yeah. But the the pure length of having Ty at the top and then Mute on one side, Roger on one side, and then Domingo on the other. Yeah. I mean, the arm length alone covers so much ground. I mean, how do you pass in with that? You I mean, it's, you can't. And I'm looking at it going, if that can work, if that can somehow transform into a, a crazy 3-2 defense, yeah. it's going to be outstanding. Yeah, just the only, only issue I can see with that is just Offense. can't handle any on the boards. Yeah, well, and you have Roger, who's not offensively as good as as, everyone else but he can make it three yeah and Jalen can go down the post yeah but other than that this game was amazing this game was so much fun to watch um if this is what gal basketball is going to be like for the rest of the season you don't want to get on the bandwagon now folks you don't want to miss it and especially good crowd too great crowd great crowd um every three people erupted every dunk people erupted every crazy pass people erupted um, good energy, just good all around. I mean, the fact, I'm, I'll say these two points. With this new team coming in and all the hype surrounding it, being a top 15 team in the country, the boys deserved, or the boys and the women's, I'll say this about the women's too, they, they both deserved, with, and the women's had more success over the last couple of years than the yeah. men's did, but both teams deserved a better stadium. Yeah. They got that with those renovations, with the new nice video board and everything. It looks fantastic in there. Um, I do know 
my only complaint is that I don't know where to look to see who, like, how many fouls our team has in a, in the half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that was easier in the past. Yeah, yeah, because the scoreboard things are only in the corners now. It's yeah. not up top. Um, but, yeah, it's, we're nitpicking. Yeah, that's the only thing I can say. But yeah. for the most, the other part, it's really nice. Yeah. And then the second thing I wanted to mention was that the student section sold out. Uh-huh. Um, and they had to not only – the students are not only on the bench, but they're behind, I think, the band now it's, on the baseline. It's been that way, but it's never sold out to this extent. Yeah. Like, there was one game my sophomore year where it was like that. And that's because they were giving away free soup before the game. All right. We played Irvine and we beat the stuff out of them. Oh, that's when we played the seven foot four or seven foot five guy. Uh, it was before that. Oh, it was before that guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm really glad to see the student section fill out like that. The boys deserve to have a student section fully behind them at all times. And that's gonna get more people to take a look and say, "Hey, this atmosphere is something I want to be a part of." Uh. But on that note, about the student section, if any mic men are listening to this, I'm going to say one thing. Can we teach the new guys the chants before we do the chants? Yes. There were sections of the student section that I saw that were, that were looking at their phones. They were silent because they didn't know how to do the chants. They don't know how to do the you suck chant after a foul. Um, like they don't, they don't know how to do certain things. Yeah. They're just... I mean, they they bought into the hype, right? And then either they that tickets. or they just don't care, which is worse. Yeah. Which so I'm thinking I won't beat you up. I'm thinking one or one of two things: either one, you teach everyone that, or instead of having Rallycom just centered at the at the center court, kind of spread a few of them out throughout, just so it so people have a base of yeah a standard to look at. I'll be honest with you: I think Rallycom is the most useless group on campus. <laughs> They do not add anything to the basketball games. They just take up seats. So, I don't know. It always bothered me when they weren't doing anything worth doing. Yeah. So, just make sure we do the you suck, the na-na-na-na, hey-hey, yeah, good, yeah. goodbye. Because that's my favorite part of the game. Yeah. And there are two what's in the Bear Territory chant. There is no yeah in the second one. There are two what's. And that's been bothering me for a while. Because we, there's always a second, yeah, and I, ugh, just doesn't sound right. It depends on who taught you. Because when I was taught at uh, at Calso, mm-hmm. they taught they taught it to me as what, and then yeah, and then what. Yeah, I. So the way I heard it growing up was always just what. It was just what. Yeah, yeah. And once once I got to more football games and more basketball games, I realized it was just what. But it also, I'm just saying, it also depends on who taught yeah, you the chat to begin with. The the Calso people need to step their game up there. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna lodge a formal complaint <laughs> about our school chant. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know. They take the time to learn the words to the fight song. Yeah. Yeah. That would help. Yeah, but I, mean, I, think, I still don't know it. So. Yeah, I think the Mike men just getting involved and just making sure that you know leading the chants, they're great. I, I, you know, they do a real good job and. Yeah. You know, I I could I only have the utmost respect for them for taking the time to do that instead of you know enjoying the game themselves. They're there to like get the cheer section going and the student section all riled up and ready to go and pumped. But that's the only thing I would say is yeah. they do need to just get everyone in the bench involved, not just the get the people energy going. Court. I know we had a. I always used to call him Fake Giorgio, the Mike Man. 
he was good at getting people hyped up because yeah. he was just unafraid to call someone out for sitting down. There was also there was also one of my favorite Mike Miller when I was in college was um, I'm not sure if you remember him but I think he's a Filipino guy a little bit short um, a little bit on the heavy heavy end um, maybe um, he was he he went nuts at every game and he Good. oh my goodness he got everyone pumped up yeah. Um, so yeah I mean if we can do that and get everyone involved. I think the more the student section get involved, the more just the alumni and the other fans in the in the stadium at that point get more pumped up just because yes. you see them going off and doing crazier things. So I like it. Yeah. Um, I like. I also like the three guys that were in um, bodysuit tuxes. Mm-hmm. You know, behind the baseline, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing I liked was uh, Chancellor Dirks yep. sitting in the student section. Yep, that was great. It's a good that dude. Great. He's done that before. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a bunch of like blue and gold shirted kids, and then the Einstein looking dude in a suit yeah, standing yeah. there. <laughs> then Dykes was in attendance too. Yeah. He was sitting courtside. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe you'll see uh, Steph Curry when Davidson come to play. Actually, you won't because they're playing the, the Kings that yeah, night. Yeah, they're playing somewhere else. Yeah, and then um, I don't know. Maybe you'll see. Uh, uh, we saw Clay last year. At a yeah, so. Bowmel's usually there. Yeah. Um, so. Hey, we maybe we'll Hopefully have some. Hopefully, Bowmel stays with the A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. He's a good manager, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, uh, but other than that, yeah. I mean, if you haven't been to a basketball game this year, I highly recommend you go. We play uh, Monday night again against um, Sam Houston State. Woohoo! Then we play Friday night against uh, UC Santa Barbara. Yep. Um, so I'll be at both of them. I'll be at the media area if I'll, you want to say hi. I will be there as well, sitting yeah. in section nine. Um, so yeah, please come say hello. If you probably don't recognize this cause nope. neither our faces are on the internet. I have a lot of hair. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So other, other than that, I mean, I, what do you expect from, I, I guess we'll end the basketball section with this is what do you expect from this basketball team this year? I think we're going to compete for the Pac 12 title. Okay. That's, I think we could win it in a certain sense, certain circumstance but are we dreaming can i can i pose a second question to you then if, if that's the case are we dreaming too small i know a lot of people are saying hey if, if when i ask this question to a lot of cal fans they say hey we're going to compete for a pac 12 championship or we're, we're going to be in the conversation right yeah i'm not going to go too far beyond that because i've been hurt too many times <laughs> this is true this yeah. is very true as I a mean, basketball team i thought the uh the 2010 team that won the conference the Randall, Christopher, Boykin, Robertson team. Yeah. I thought they were going to go far. And the they... team leading the, the entire country in threes? Yes. Yeah. The most... God, I love Jerome Randall. The bulldog of Haas yeah. Pavilion. Just taking a 30-foot three out of nowhere and making it. and Just from the smallest guy on the court most times. Yeah, like... I didn't want to say that, but yeah, at his height, yeah, to like shoot that? 5'8". Yeah. It's crazy, crazy, and he was he was lightning quick. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So change of direction down too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Him and Cobbs. Yeah. Um, I would like to see them play one on one. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's the same. I think we compete for a Pac-12 championship. We p- compete in the Pac-12 tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we win it for the first time. Yeah. And then this is a team that could get hot and win it. 
Yeah, and I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna put any expectations on March Madness. If we get there, if we get there, we get there. The only thing I say is, if we do get there, can we please make it past the first weekend? Yeah, let's that's get, the only. Let's thing. get to the Sweet Sixteen. It's been, it'll have been 19 years. Yeah, that's the only thing I ask for. Is yeah. I mean, really, um, I'm not expect. I I don't want to say Elite Eight or bust. I know some people are saying that. You know, final like Final Four is like within reach or something like that. It's within it's not, reach. It's, with our talent level, yeah. yes, it is. But I don't think with our experience, because Ty's the only one that's been in the tournament before, mm-hmm. and that and I mean, granted, he was part of a team that upset UNLV. Yeah, but, that was a great game. I was at that one. Yeah. Oh, I was out that one and the Syracuse one afterwards yeah. too. But we got demolished by Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, um, but we kept that one close at the very least. We did, and then Alan Crabb had that deep three to get yeah. us within six. I think yeah, I at think some the point. final was sixty six sixty. Yeah, so. so we got close, um, but we just couldn't just couldn't, couldn't get it up. Quite get there, but it was close. Yeah. So with Ty and being the only one there before, and then of course Conzo just l- right before he came to Cal, leading um, Tennessee to a Sweet Sixteen as well. With, I don't think with the talent level that he has now. So no, no, Sky's not nearly enough. Yeah, it is. So I have high I I have I I'll say it I have high hopes for this team but I don't want I'm not setting any expectations. Yes, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Could um, have said it better. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's pretty much wraps up our program today. Yes, um, it does. Man, we've already been talking about Cal Sports for an hour. Yeah. And 7 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Um Yeah, that pretty, any any other comments or questions or Nope, I was never good about asking extra questions <laughs> in class. So, um, so yeah, uh, this leads basically into the final two games of the Pac-12 football season. Um, starting from about in about a week and a half's time to two weeks, we'll be talking more about basketball. Just basketball in general. We, football will be the little anecdotes about recruiting and yeah. such. Um, but other than that, we'll be mostly talking about basketball since we're going to be have to talk about two games a week um, and, and we the will. other pactal stuff. And we will, and we will do it to our best of our abilities. Yeah, and our abilities are pretty darn good. So Yeah, despite the fact we have, a, uh, I'd say we do a lot of good work for not getting paid. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the only way I could put it. Employers, are you listening? <laughs> Com- Comcast, ESPN, um, um, KGO. Yeah. Um, where else? Pac-12 Network. Pac-12 located Networks. Located in lovely Walnut Creek, yeah. California. Actually, Pac-12 is also NBC, huh? So I yeah. can't say NBC. Um, I can't uh, think of anything else. MTV, Viacom, yeah. that's also NBC. <laughs> TNT. Yeah. Ted Turner, are you listening? I love <laughs> Captain Planet, so... Hey, I wouldn't mind sitting next to Shaq on NBA t- on uh, NBA on TNT. And he'd tell you about rings. <laughs> Let me tell you something about big girl. Um, rings, so- Chuck. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going into deep, deep places that we shouldn't be going into. Yeah. This is this th- that should be a separate pod for think- after Thanksgiving. Sadly, not both of us can't be Ernie Johnson. Because I don't think we could be any of the other people at that table. No, I think neither of us are. Um, well, I'm I'm Asian, so I can't be Ernie. Yeah, and I can't be Ernie because he's way better of a person than I am. <laughs> I mean, look at that. If you've seen that dude's story, yeah, his uh, I believe his son has muscular dystrophy or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and he's confined to a wheelchair, and just it's heartbreaking. If you they did a documentary on it recently, so take a look at it. 
He's a good man. Yep. Straight um, ticket to heaven when he <laughs> gets out of here. So yeah, we um, that wraps up our podcast. Um, we did not have a guest today, unless you thought we had a guest today. It was just the two uh, of us talking. It's my invisible friend over here. <laughs> okay, quick. I hope we can have a guest on next week. Um, we're still looking into... And I'm asking around, seeing if we can get a guest for next week. Guests are fun. Yeah. Gives us more talking points. Yeah, and more humor. So. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll force Solomon to come and do it yeah. again. But other than that, um, if you have any questions or comments about the pod, please don't hesitate to email us or tweet at us. You can email the pod at cgbbearcast at gmail.com. You can find all our writing stuff on uh, californiagoldenblogs.com. You can find a lot of Trace's stuff right yeah. now since basketball season just started yeah, up. Yeah, they, they give me a lot to do, and I never say no. So yeah. It's yeah. not a good thing. I think I just signed up for some writing things too. Yeah, so I signed up for a couple of those. Yeah, so you'll see my writing stuff up there as well. Um, you can get at me at Rob11HWANG. You can get Trace at? Trace Travers 3. Yep. Number three. The number three, not spelled out three. Yeah. And then also just our our website's yeah. Twitter handle at Golden Blogs. Yeah. Give um, us a if you're finding this, give us a rating on iTunes. We want to stay the highest rated yep. Cal Sports Podcast on iTunes. Yep, we do. We do. We have two ratings right now. We're we're at, sitting at a four point five, but we can do better, yeah. folks. Technically we don't even have an average yet because I think you need a minimum of five for the average okay. to kick in. Get us to to have an average, people. Yeah. Go on iTunes. We don't care how many stars our averages. We just want an average. Yeah, I'll hit two fifty all day. <laughs> that means I'm still in the big league. So, <laughs> so that's that's fine with me. Um, but I do want to end with this note. Um, there were some horrific shootings in Paris um, yesterday, um, and I just I, if there's any people listening to this um, in Paris or in France, anywhere near there. We've had a couple before. We Yeah, we've had some emails from Paris as well. So we're just sending out all our prayers, thoughts, or condolences yes. um, for anyone if you were affected by this. And um, we hope that listening to this pod maybe uh, granted you an hour and 15 minutes of happiness today. And, and just, just maybe something to get away from it all. Exactly. Which um, it's a horrifying incident. Horrifying. Our hearts are broken here. Yeah. So. so any Cal, any Cal alumni, anyone out in Paris um, or France, uh, we are with you. Uh, we are fully behind you guys. So I just wanted to end with that. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and of course, and to end it all, go Bears. Go Bears. Let's go. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole damn world. This is bad territory. You know it. What? Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.